fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. You don't get it. You don't get it. Praise God. If you want to buy one book, you won't get the money. So you have to make it four books. So you can at least get one one. Are you hearing me? You can't ask for 20,000 because you're going to get 2,000. So you're going to ask for 50,000. So you get 5,000. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know. God bless you. So that's the kind of a life I grew up with. Even till now, when my children ask for something, I wanted to show them. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> you know, I have to hold that flesh back. <laughs> you don't do that. You just want to show them that if you like this thing, you don't really respect your daddy more. I mean, if I put you in the rain and rain beats you, you will appreciate the shelter over your head. But it doesn't work that way. Praise God. So, with that background information about myself, I'm not trying to come and tell you that you're going to become an instant millionaire overnight. So, let's get very realistic. But Jesus is saying that there's something about your desire that can be satisfied in him. Hallelujah. You know, usually we talk about wrong desires a lot. But actually, listen to this. You don't really have a lot of wrong desires. Let's go to our Bible, Genesis 3. Let's take a look. Hallelujah. Genesis 3. Look at verse 1. Now, the serpent was most cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. I want you to be with me. And he said to the woman, As God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Wait, wait. What's the temptation? The temptation is not offering something outside the garden. Devil had nothing to offer. Let's face that. So I want to, I want to, let's first of all do some work on our desire and our destiny. Devil had nothing to offer. Devil is not a creator. All the temptation we are talking about, as, indeed, as God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. See, it's questioning the abundance mentality of God. By the way, God, let's go to Genesis 2. Let's take a look. Be with me. We need to, you see, I had to do some of this work on myself, to my inside, to help me. You know, you live, you, you, you live in a country where everything is rushed. I mean, they put five oranges down, and there are two of you. They say, pick one. You start rushing. Do you know what you said? I mean, they put five oranges down. They say, pick one, and there are two of you. You start rushing. That's the kind of country we live in. Huh? Now, Genesis 2, are we there? Let's look at some verses there. Verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden to tend it and keep it, garden of Eden. And the Lord God commanded, oh, take a look, take a look, look at next verse. And the Lord God commanded the man. What's the command? Please look at the command. Of you, all this come on. You don't do that, do that, do that, don't do that. Listen, what's the command? Of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. That's the command. Command is not, don't eat this. No, the, you, the command is that you can eat freely of every tree in the garden. Are we here? How many of you, your dad said, I command you to eat everything in the house? Ah, brother. 
command you to take any amount of money to go to school. Ah, what did you say, Dad? You command me. Just suggestion is enough. <laughs> so, command, commanded demand. Say, I want you to see something so that you can expand your inside. You know, if, let, me, let me shock you. Sometimes if we get prayer answer like this, the way we dance, sometimes it's like as if you are surprised. To be honest with you, when, when we see God do something, it's, it's sometimes it shocks us because we are not expecting that. In fact, if you ask God for two and you get one and a half, ah, you do better. To get two, you are lucky. If it's five, God has gone on holiday. Somebody has to do something behind God. Ah. Uh-huh. He said, a command of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. That's what he said. He didn't say, uh, don't eat. He started with, you can freely eat. That's the command. Look at the next verse. But, 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 but of the tree, out of all the trees. By the way, what are the trees that are in the garden? Take a look at your Bible. Verse 9. Give us verse 9. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree, every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Wait, he made every... That garden is not a park behind your house. That garden is as big as, like, Lagos State. No, it's not a small garden. I mean, which small garden do you see four rivers meeting there? Huh? Come on. You find River Niger, River Benue. How many of you have been to where River Niger, River Benue meet? Anybody who have been there before? Is it a small park? Huh? It can be. I mean, four rivers... In one garden, out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the eyesight and good. So when you look at the garden, it's a beauty and nourishing beauty. It's beautiful and it's nourishing. It's not just beauty only for the eyes, it's beauty for the soul. That when you eat it, you feel good about it. And it put the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. See, see that. That descendancy, it was every good thing. Then one tree of life. Then the last one was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's what he finished with. Not the word said with. He never said, don't eat, then eat. He said, eat of everything. Everything's available. The tree of life is there. And the tree of life was to give them life forever. So he was not to start with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Evil was the last word there. Am I correct? We live in a country where we are so much used to evil, we don't know good. You can take every Nigeria to see over here. They will analyze every bad leader, but they don't know what to do as a good leader themselves. That I didn't understand until recently, sometimes ago. I was in a particular uh, convocation, and then they asked this brother to come and give a speech, and he gave a classic analysis of the bad leadership in Nigeria. And a couple of months later, he was made a leader of an institution, and he failed miserably. Why? Because he knew how to analyze evil. He never knew what good is. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So, you can see that God never planned for us to just live on. You will not have enough. You will not do well. You just, he put the tree in the garden. And I said to the man, where we read, look at that verse again. Verse 18, sorry, verse uh, 6, 15. The Lord God took the man, put him in the garden to turn and keep it. And next verse. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. But, next verse, of good and evil shall not 
eat for the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Even in that bad tree, there's some good over there too. God made that tree that it would be good and evil. Not even totally evil. Are you here with me? That even if we fail, if we fall and we mess up, there's still some good in there that will rescue us from the evil. Am I making some sense? Am I making, am I making some sense? Be with me. The, 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 our original purpose was not to just be just for evil. It was good that we started with. Let's go further. Now, you can see what happened to the garden. That's what God offered them. And then, look at this verse. And God said, it's not good that man should be alone. God, 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 never, God never desired loneliness for human beings. He doesn't want to be alone. I don't just say only me in getting married. But I'm talking about living life. You, you never enjoy life alone. There must be somebody that you can laugh with, play with, get serious with, cry with, do life together. It will just be one, more than one person. It's usually more than our wives, our children, our friends, our fellows. Even our enemies give us some sense of meaning. And so you can see that I'll make a helper comparable to him. See, among all the animals, they were all in peer, but man was only single alone. God said, no, that's not enough. I want to enjoy this garden together. Now, 3 verse 1, Genesis 3 verse 1. Let's now talk about your desire. And the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. What was devil's first question? Listen, it was challenging our freedom to access everything good. I mean, here was this garden, this, this powerful, beautiful garden, every good tree is inside there, and this minimizing spirit. This less than nothing spirit that always look at the cup never full. It says, as God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. See, that's the challenge. It's challenging the freedom that God gave us to be able to explore the garden and live life to the full. I'm talking about, if you're coming in, I'm talking about getting what you desire. In John 15, verse 7, let's, for their sake, let's repeat a little bit. It says, John, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. And this verse is heavy. It says, what you desire. It's like Cate Blanc throwing the check at us. What you desire. So we want to talk about today, our topic today is getting what you desire. Not getting what you deserve. Getting what you desire. And how do you get it? So first of all, looking at desire itself. That, you see, when I say that, I'm going to say, oh yeah, so I can live in Bananda Island. That, that's not really your desire. We are coming to see that in a minute. You desire, what do you desire? Why do you want Banana Island? For instance, take a look at this. Why do we preach like this? You can go to heaven. Heaven is a city. It's a lovely place. Hell is a junkyard. You will finish there. Come and decide for Jesus and go to hell. No, go to heaven. Why is hell always portrayed with fire and heaven with glory? Because deep in us is desire for goodness. Hallelujah. So let's go back to Genesis 3 and see the minimizing spirit. That's the devil. It minimizes. It curtails. It cuts down. It wants to put you in a corner. Look at it. We shall not eat 
of every tree of the garden? As, as God indeed said that, God didn't say that. Look at the next verse. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit of the trees of the garden. Next verse. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. She added more to it. Of course, her husband told her, and she told herself extra more. When the husband said, don't eat it, she said, girl, don't touch it. So the devil came. See, that, she, he said, you can, she was, the devil was asking her to rehearse what God said. Now look at this verse. Then the serpent said to this woman, you will not surely die. Why is he, why is he coming to death? If all that statement that freedom to eat, tree of life, why is he coming to death? See, you can see that same mentality in our head. Why is it that somebody give us a gift and our next prayer is that, Elisa, you really do know? Why is it that somebody give your children gift and you say, Oh my, you're in the cool? Why is it that we always, you see, that minimizing spirit has captured our imagination that we can't see things going good. Why is it that we have so many words to describe evil, but when we come to the good, we are trapped? One of my teachers, C.S. Lewis, he said, our problem is not that we have desire. We are not desiring enough. He said, we are creatures who fool ourselves with all kinds of superficial desires that won't take us anywhere. He will not surely die. Let's keep reading. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open. Now follow. Who said they were blind? And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. See, he's selling what they already have to them. God said, let us make man in our image after our... Pastor, I need to have that jeep to show that I'm important. You're already important. Clap your hands for Jesus or somebody. You're already important. Yeah, you can buy the jeep, but you're already important. You're already important. Even when you don't have, when you're walking on the road, you're already important. You see, he's selling to them what they already have. He said, you will be like God. Knowing God. <laughs> I was hearing. <laughs> he teaching this morning. You know, you know that, get that, that. You know, he said, if you, if you, don't, if you don't like a place, and you leave the place and you go somewhere else. He said, The bad news is that you are still going to be there because it's you that has problem, not the thing. You get out now. All right, leave that alone. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You'll be like God. You'll be like God. You're already like God. Your eyes will be open. What's the meaning of that? See, your eyes will be open to evil. Let's keep reading. Now, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm going. Now, please, I want you to look at this verse. And some of you look at this verse, you don't get the sense of this verse. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise. See, all our desires were okay. Every of those desires were good. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. Nothing, you see, Satan won't tempt you with evil itself. Satan won't tell anybody, I won't take you to hell. 
They won't do that. You know you won't go to go, go to hell. Devil doesn't sell Oboni 